Hello, listeners, and welcome. How you been? Good. Glad to hear it. Anyway, enough about you. Welcome to the special Halloween edition of the Monkey Tail podcast. Chief Vampire, as always, is myself, Kerry, also known as Dancing Dalek. A whole new group of users with me today and gamers. Uh, no, actually, it's Bruno, as usual, the especially visiting us from under the bridge. Hello. Who patrol himself. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's not forget, of course, uh, Marius Voorhees, the uh, <laughs> ear, ear hunter. <laughs> Hello. And uh, the queen of Scream, Joe Taylor. Oh, you actually was nice to me, thanks. I was kind of expecting something really horrible there. Thank yeah. you, hi. Enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. And uh, finally, most hideous of all, is Mark Taylor. <laughs> Hello. Without any further ado, let's talk about some of the games we've been playing, hopefully some recent releases. So we'll start off with Bruno. So, Bruno, what have you been playing? I've been playing Dishonored. Really? Yes. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like we should talk about that. It's a great game. It's a a mix of, um, oh, my opinion, a mix of Deus Ex uh, with Bioshock, a bit of Thief thrown Mm -hmm. into it as well. Got um, special mystical powers you, you, you get from the beginning. You start with one called Blink, which is just, uh, you can just teleport yourself in a short, short distance to, to any platform or any hard to reach area that you can upgrade that later. And then you have, you have other things. You can possess rats or possess um, people. You can, there's one which uh, turns your vision so you can see through walls, so you can see whether... Talking about possession, can, have you tried possess, possessing a fish? One of those piranha things? I, I don't know a, if you can do it, because I tried it on the demo. Um, no, I tried and failed. To I, be honest, yes, I haven't done it yet. Uh, What's the game ruined? <laughs> no, no, it's a, that's an achievement for it. That's the, reason, that's the reason I know I haven't done it mm. because you got a, you got a. Well, I'm sure you got a trophy. I think you probably got a trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're the same as the achievements, same list. Can I just ask why do you need to possess rats? That's kind of that's exactly what I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah, I'm, okay. I'm a little bit locked. okay. So let's say uh, you're in. Well, there's many ways you. The, 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 well, I was going to talk about it in a second. There's there's um, many ways you can go through a mission. I mean, I'm talking, you know, easily over ten to twenty ways of of completing a mission. And for instance, if if instead of going through jumping from chandelier to chandelier and or going through the through the vents or going through the the sewers, you might just want to possess a rat. Walk through all the guards because the guards are not gonna care about the rat, are they? And then, and then once you uh, go into the room you need to be, for instance, you you can just uh, get out of possessing the rat and uh, you go yeah. back to normal. Yeah, that's the only mm-hmm. that's the only mystical part. Kind of like it's not like you possess the rat and then um, it's a bit like on on you know on the Matrix when the uh, what's the name of the the, 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 the agents? Yeah, yeah. The, when they possess uh, anyone, they can. Yeah, uh, they become themselves at any point as well, don't they? They when they come out of the body, they, they don't. You know, they, they become themselves again, so it's exactly like that. What happens to the poor rat? The the rat dies. Oh. oh. Actually, no, he doesn't die. No, it's um, the the rat stays alive. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> just, just We're going off on a really yeah. weird tangent now. I don't know. Yeah, I think they live. I might be wrong. I kill most of the rats. That's why They're I said mentally that. Mentally damaged oh. for the rest <laughs> of their lives. <laughs> They've just been possessed <laughs> by uh, an assassin. No, the, the way you can play the game is really good because you uh, you have um, a chaos rating. So, um, which actually, it's great, but it's, it's not very well designed what happens is if you kill lots of people there's more rats and the, the world is just a worse place to be more plague because there's a plague outbreak as well and you can do the whole game without pretty much killing anyone it's not like you know on Deus Ex you can play the game and you can play without killing anyone but you still have to kill the bosses yeah. it actually says on the achievement don't kill anyone apart from the bosses mm-hmm. yeah? yeah you can actually complete the whole of uh, Dishonored without killing or, or even harming 
you know, not even putting them down to sleep, harming anyone throughout the whole game. It's obviously a lot harder to do it that way, but also very, very rewarding. And if you do, if you play it that way, then there's less chaos, so there's not as much as many rats in the streets because there's less dead bodies and etc. But um, that's that's one of the elements of the game. The, the possession you can possess a rat you can possess a fish like you like you said you can possess a guard anyone you can possess any any living thing i didn't play that much with, with it i i pretty much blinked uh, the teleport thing blinked o- over the rooftops and just that's how i approached most of the game i was just kept jump, jumping from uh, balcony to balcony you know and and go completing the mission from the top rather than going through through through, through all the guards in, in the ground floors etc that's mm-hmm. how i did most of my missions Having said that, when it came to the last level, I got a bit bored and I just wanted to kill everyone. So I, 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 on the last, on the very last level, and I'm not going to give any spoilers, I think I killed about 80 people. (laughs) But when you you get to the end of the level, it gives you like a bit of a countdown. It it tells you um, how many people you killed, how many people you harmed, how many bodies were found, uh, and it gives you a a rating of... um, yeah, how stealthy you are. If you, if you don't touch anyone, no, no one sees you get like a ghost rating. That's an achievement to do the whole game on ghosts as well. And I, I had ghosts and I had some of them which was not ghosts, just like, you know, I maybe put a couple people down, but not too bad. And then on the last level, I just killed about 80 people. <laughs> just, <laughs> so I got, I got bored. I was like, I'm just gonna kill you all. And the end, the ending, um, it's affected by the way you, um, you play the, the, the whole game. So the ending will be a completely different ending. Yeah. And I don't mean just, you know, like you get to the end of some games and uh, you get to the end of the game and there's a full motion video or uh, for uh, one ending yeah. or a full motion video for another ending. Or you can even, on DeusX, you pick, oh, which button do you want to press? And there's like four different endings. On this one here, the way you play the whole game influences the end of the game. And you have a completely different game if you if you play it a different way, which is great. And like I said, you can you can you can do a non-lethal playthrough. You can do a kill every single thing in it as well, or you can do a mixture of both. Then there's also a really good um, voice work on the game. I don't. I should have wrote this down. I don't remember every single act, actor or actress was in it. But for instance, one of them is Susan Sarandon, which is you know as you know is a great actress. She plays uh, a cracking character as well. She plays Granny yeah, um, Granny Rags. Granny Rags. Yeah, excellent. And uh, there's a big um, payoff for that character towards the end as well, I'm which is to that. it's really good. Oh, it's, yeah, it's an excellent game. I, I totally recommend it. For anyone that likes uh, stealth games, anyone that likes action games, anyone that like, likes a first-person shooter, anyone, like, anyone that likes a good story, the story is, you know, so, uh, it's quite the, decent. Yeah, it, yeah, it's predictable. The okay. It's, it's not, predictable. not amazing, I don't think, but it, it, it's good. It, it's uh, certainly above average compared to some yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, um, but I think it's definitely about the mechanics yeah. of the game and just that there's so much to do. I think it has the same issues that all stealth games that have ever been done have in of the AI is uh, it does take you out of it a little bit when they're you know they're all on high alert looking for you and then you blink away and disappear for a bit and then you just round the corner a little bit and they're they're like oh oh, oh okay he's gone Back to uh, yeah, back, back, back to my back to my patrol. <laughs> so it, it has it has got that same old thing which takes you out of it a little bit, but otherwise it's a, it's an amazing game. It, yes, I agree to to a certain extent. It does have a bit of that, but um, the guards, for instance, they alter their their, their um, patrol, so they might be going mm. left, right, and then straight, and then uh, another way they might completely go a different way. The program is very really good. You can have a guess, you know, really well where they're gonna go. 
which makes it quite interesting to try and um, either a avoid them or to, or, or to take them down. But uh, yeah, I agree that sometimes they go into ooh, I think I've seen, I've seen somebody, and then they go there, oh, nothing here. Yeah, you're right. Let's go and back to the, the back to their job. When, when things do go pear shaped and and you've been spotted, the because uh, it's uh, quite heavily sword based rather than um, a lot of guns, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I think the the sort of melee combat that they do is really really good. Oh yes, I think it, it wor- works really well because often I think melee on a FPS is a little bit, little bit ropey, but on this it, it works very, very well. You like parrying it, that you know other people's attacks to yeah. leave them open to your. Yeah, uh, that's yes. true, and, and as well as the the, um, the mystical bars, you get the possession, like I mentioned before, and you know you can you know another other ones like at the blink. You also get um, you can upgrade the, another thing, which if you do a stealth kill to start with. As soon as you kill that person stealthily, they, they turn into ash. So then the body cannot be found because they turn into ash. And then if you, there's another one, uh, which you upgrade even further, which means that anyone you kill turns into ash. So you don't have to worry about hiding bodies. We can hide bodies in, you know, throw them off the river. Like the one might have you can put them inside a dumpster. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, anything you like. But uh, actually finding, um, to, to upgrade these, these powers, you need to find, um, the well, uh, runes. Runes, yeah. And the, the way they've done it's very good. You get like a little, a heart. Which is pulsating, and and you kind of like point it, and it, it shows you in the map where where the, those runes are, yeah. And the, then you can you need it doesn't tell you how to get there, but it shows you where they are, and you try and try and go and get them. But if you point that our heart at anyone, it kind of tells you a bit of their story, so you can find out if they're uh, if they're good uh, good people or not. It, it does lots of really good things like that, all the like incidental story bits that you just find out from overheard conversations rather than resorting to a cutscene or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's, really cool really well done so yeah I, I really enjoyed the game I, I went through it quite quickly because um, I couldn't stop playing it so it's I don't know about 12 hours I would say maybe 15 mm. uh, so that, that doesn't seem very long to me but then it does kind of depend on its replayability oh, the, if, if you've got two or three playthroughs in that then, then like, so I'm happy I say I'm, I'm not that far through it I've I played a good few hours I don't know five six hours at a, at a rough guess um but yeah it undoubtedly is massively unplayable you could play through that game <laughs> replayable you mean <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> avoid this game at all costs no yeah you, you you could play that game through five six times and do every single mission in a completely different way every single time i think from what i've seen of it, it it's really good one thing I read in a preview um, concerning the ending, so I'm going to say it's not a spoiler because it's in a preview and it, 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 I'm not talking about the storyline, but one thing I heard about that I like the sound of is that if you play through, like you say, with maximum chaos um, and have, what you actually get is quite an unsatisfactory ending. Not like a cool evil ending, you actually get quite an unsatisfactory yeah. in terms of storyline, um, making you want to go back and get a better ending rather than the good ending. Yeah, it, a- it actually tells you that on the yeah. like the little uh, loading screen tips it comes up good, telling you yeah. that if you if the more chaos you have the the less satisfactory your ending's yeah. likely to be. Well yeah, I've only done one ending and it was pretty much the 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 highest <laughs> chaos ending. <laughs> thanks 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 very much to my uh, Kill Bill uh, final level. <laughs> When everything went black and white and just uh, <laughs> pretty much just took all the legs and arms off that I could, um, I don't want to say it was an answer. You know, it wasn't the best ending possible. It was it was an ending, I suppose, and it, it was it wasn't an happy ending, but it wasn't a sad ending either. But 
So maybe I didn't get the worst ending possible then, uh, you know. But that makes me want to go back and, and play the, the game in the, so many different ways to try and see all the all the different endings. It, I thought it was a great, an outstanding game. Uh, really enjoyed it and I highly recommend it uh, for yeah. me. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, full full recommendation if you if you like games. Just out of interest for you, Marius, um, bearing in mind your martial training, what approach <laughs> have you taken in this game? I mean, Bruno kind of went semi-stealthy until he got bored and then kind of <laughs> opted for genocide. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going for um, as uh, few kills as possible and attempting to remain stealthy, but when it goes wrong, then people have to die. <laughs> 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 and I, I'm not reloading or anything like yeah. that. I'm just... Uh, other than when I actually die, um, yeah. so yeah, I'm, I'm attempting to to do things of a, of a stealthy nature. But such is the way with these things; it doesn't always work out. And uh, if you do get spotted, yeah, there's no choice but to take them all out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you, you can reload. Like, well, like, like I, you having said that, actually, there is choice because, like, with the blink and the the, the teleporting um, ability, you can use that as a as a form of escape as well. Yeah. You can rather quickly uh, get away from. Just your pursuers, so yeah, you count count on the guards. You, you don't go much in in a guns, uh, you know. Way you get you get a, a normal handgun, which you can upgrade to be faster and do a dub, dub, double bullet, uh, double tap if you like. You, you say a normal handgun, though it's almost like a shotgun, really. <laughs> it like blows like blows en- yeah yeah <laughs> it, it blows enemies back. It's quite a, a wide. Uh, quite interesting. But you can do, yeah, you can do really fun stuff, and then you also have the the dart, the crossbow, crossbow sleep, with with sleep a da- dart. You have a sleeping dart or explosive dart, etc. But, but like Mario said, and rightly, uh, the sword plays really good. You just you just do that normally anyway. You just mm-hmm. par- parry the the um, the the enemy, and then just uh, there's some really cool assassination. Uh, yeah, movement. the animations on some of the kills mm-hmm. are yeah. really good. Yeah, it's really good. You know, especially if you're bloodthirsty like uh, Mario. <laughs> <Sick. laughs> Well, yeah. it, I want them to explode in flowers. It, 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 it is. This is. There's no confetti. There's no halo in this one. No, it, it is. Uh, it is Halloween. The Halloween cast, if you like. And uh, and uh, yes, we were bloodthirsty this month. Yeah, and the blood we we got. And that leads me to the other game I played. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, not as bloodthirsty, uh, but uh, quite a bit of um, animal punishment, if you like. Uh, Have you been playing Pokemon? <laughs> I've been playing it on my PS3. Uh, yes, I dusted the dust off it. I just took all the dust off it, and uh, <laughs> and I played the Tokyo Jungle. Oh, I heard about this. I was going to have a look at this. It looks top. It, it's it's, a bit weird. it's interesting. It's it, it's totally Japanese, and this is what this is. This <laughs> that's probably the best the description best. ever. <laughs> it's totally Japanese. Yes, that's <laughs> probably the best uh, way I can describe it. You're right. It's um, well. Where to start? You start. You you pick up, and, and I think you can start as a as a carnivore or as a uh, everywhere. How do you say? How do you say? Herbivore. Herbivore. Yeah. So you start as Bambi, if you like, or as a uh, small dog. I forgot what the the, the chihuahua. Ring. It was not a chihuahua. <laughs> It Is it one of those like African hunting dogs kind of thing? No, I, f- I forgot the name of it. Now it's not. It's it's a fluffy one, if you like. Oh. Yeah, the ones you see on the bags of the, of, of the celebrities. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, but not a tiny one, not a chihuahua. Anyway, regardless, you can start with either of them. <laughs> and what you have to do, it, it's really tough. I'll be honest. I'm, I, I, I play games, and I, I think, I think myself, I'm, 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 I'm an okay gamer. But that game is tough. You start, and then you, t- you have to like first, you need to mark your ter- territory. So you go from uh, checkpoint, <laughs> checkpoint, uh, just uh, 
pissing pretty much <laughs> no, no two ways to describe it and, usual and, Friday night out and, 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 uh, <laughs> and then you, you start uh, you hunt so you see like a little duck for instance and then you go like oh yeah okay I'll attack it you learn how to you got, you got like a really good tutorial to teach you how to, how to hide in the in the high grass and everything but you start and you think oh I'm good I'm good at this and then you kill somebody and then you kill another animal and, and you, you have to keep feeding because your hunger just goes like goes from from uh, full to north in like no time so you have to keep keep feeding yourself um, and the, Jack, oh, Lloyd is not here <laughs> well, Lloyd, Lloyd you will be great at this because uh, that's what he does for a living isn't it no it's really good and then it gets to a point I think it's up to when you're 15 in dog years or Cat ears. If you're playing yeah. with a cat or whatever animal you see, you play, you kind of you kind of start getting to the end of your life. So you kind of have to re- reproduce, and then you you take on the the you, you control the kids. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds <laughs> just mental. It, it, it's mental. It's uh, not a mini game for the reproductive moment. Sounds like a three D version <laughs> of a Tamagotchi. <laughs> it's uh, but this is when it gets hard because then you you uh, okay. So say you mark the territory and you you're you're, you're good with the territory you have. You have plenty of food because you can you can like. Kill, kill a, an animal and then just you can carry the animal, you know, drag to, it back to dra- your lair. Exactly, so. and you have lots of food, and you, you okay, you're doing well. And then maybe you're a dog, and maybe you see three cats, and you're like, oh, three cats. I'm taking you all three down, yeah. <laughs> oh no, you don't. You, you, <laughs> you jump on the first one, you get it, then the other two jump on top of you, and that's it. You're gone. It's just that's such a tough game. And before you know it, you, you you're dead, and that's it. You, that's it. When you're dead, you're dead. <laughs> there's no there's no continue. There's no replay. There's Start again from so the very beginning. Wow. It's harsh as life it's, is now. That's why it's very Japanese. Exactly, it's very, very, very much like. That. But then, mm. as you as you do more points, you can unlock a lot of different animals. I think towards the end you can be a dinosaur and everything. Yeah, I, I heard this. Uh, it's well, the, the uh, probably should have started with the premise of the game. It's it's supposed to be like post-apocalyptic. All the humans have been killed, and the zoos in Tokyo uh, uh, they've escaped from the zoos. The animals are still alive. They escaped from the zoos. That's why you have a. Uh, Monkeys and giraffes and, and crocodiles and uh, you know anything you can think of running around this um, uh, very well done actually I think uh, for a downloadable game quite good graphics this uh, Tokyo cityscape I played I don't know about two three hours of it I've managed to procreate twice and then my my puppies died. It's quite funny because when you get the puppies, you, you get you know as you know with, with most animals they get more than one. Um, yeah. uh, but um, what do you call them? You got a whole litter. Offspring. Litter, 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 litter. So what I was looking for. So you play with all of them, but you only have one, and you can actually sacrifice the other the other ones. I don't know. I don't know if you can eat them. I haven't tried that. I should have tried that. <laughs> but you can do like, uh, oh, you, you three, you three, go and attack that uh, big dog over there, and then they take some health from the dog, and, you go, and then you go and kill. Uh, you know, they die, and then you go and. Uh, Pretty brutal. Go, it's pretty brutal, but it's pretty much what the game is trying to show you. It's a uh, it's a tough world out there, and life uh, is brutal. Yeah, it's it's very interesting, and I certainly will play it again. It's quite tough for me. I, f- I found it tough, and th- I think that that should there's no difficulty level, not not that I saw anyway. And I think I do think that uh, having to keep hunting for food was what was annoying me a bit because it was like I want to go and explore other areas of the city, but then uh, my hunger meter is nearly at the end, and then you start losing health and. Have to go back to my lair and get some. Um, I some mean, maybe as as you progress further in the game, I don't know. You've, you've not played that much of it. Maybe like with some of the other animals, their hunger doesn't quite go down as fast. Perhaps, possibly. You know, it does sound interesting. I, you know, I, I was toying with the idea of downloading. I think mm. I will give it a crack. It's it, not expensive. It looks th- quite crazy. <laughs> I think it's like seven quid. I paid for it or something like that. Something mm. along those lines. 
I can see the gameplay element in playing a predator. But um, have you tried the herbivore? Yes, hunting grass. I tried stalking ba- those carrots. I tried Bambi, and it pretty much is. It's more like uh, when you play with Bambi. Uh, I, call, I call it. I call it. Uh, it's uh, you. You, uh, you. Yes, you. You go. You go and get fruit, and you go and get. Uh, Herbs, you know, they get vegetable stuff, really, but you just have to hide from the predators because they will kill you and they will hunt you, and uh, you will start again from the beginning every time you die. But the thing is, every gameplay you do, from what I gathered, you get points for, you know, and then the more points you get, you unlock different animals. So then you, at some point, if I play the game enough, I might be able to play with a dinosaur, and then no one's gonna mess with me because I'll play with a mm. velociraptor and. Uh, all these cats and dogs, they have nothing on me. <laughs> but I'm not at that level yet. I'm still playing with that uh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua, whatever it's called. <laughs> so, yes, I played that. And Shih Tzu. Cool. Shih Tzu. And um, I played a lot of another game and a, and a tiny bit of another game. So I'll start with the, what I played a lot of. It's amazing. It's not everyone's cup of tea here on, on this uh, uh, the Monkey Tail. Uh, Pro Evolution Soccer. 2013. I've been practicing. I'm, I'm actually taking part in a tournament uh, in um, end of the month. From the, the I bought the game from Xavi, and they're doing a, a tournament. You cannot get. A lot. I think if you like first, you get like 250 quid or something. It's not that much money, but it's you know, it's it's a bit of fun. So I'm, I've been practicing loads, and uh, the online really, really works well. And um, it's it's the best pro evolution soccer they've, they've they've ever done, in my opinion. But I won't bother you with that because I know you not, not, you don't like pro pro that much or even football games. But the other game I've been playing is a game done in... Um, I bought it yesterday only, actually. And it's a game from uh, from here, from Leamington. It's, it was uh, Brown and Barrett here in Leamington, which is a Forza Horizon. It's um, it's a mix of the typical Forza game with all the realistic cars and, uh, you know, really g- great graphics with uh, meets Need for Speed. So you're kind of like um, free-roaming around this Colorado, um, a fictional Colorado estate where, you know, you have all the mountains and all the the, the nice views and you you, 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 ra- you do street racing, you do, um, you know, circuit racing, you do dirt racing and uh, it's just a lot of fun. You just, you, you, yeah, go on. Oh, no, so, so this game was actually made in Leamington? Leamington Spa. Ah. It's um, made... Leamington Spa. Eh? Royal Leamington Spa. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know, oh, well, the team is called Playground Games. And they're right in the center of Flemington. And uh, I think it started with, uh, if you check on their website, I think it was like 19 members it started with. They have over 100 people now. And it was people from, uh, I believe, Coldmasters and uh, what was the other one? The Blitz. Blitz. Mm-hmm. And um, a few other companies from around there. Because, you know, as you know, we have lots of companies around, around Flemington which make games. DJ Hero is made here by another company. I forgot the name of it now. DJ Hero, for instance. You, you play that, haven't you, um, uh, DJ Hero, yeah. Yeah, you like that, don't you? Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, well, maybe we can talk about it in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, no, it's it's made by. So I wanted to support. Oh, I like car games anyway. I probably buy a car, uh, a new car game every couple of years. That's Aren't a, they just all the same? No, well, that's the thing. You know, for people that love car games, they're not all the same. Yeah, so I suppose you get like the different models. It, exactly. Like I, we were talking about Pro Evo just now, and and um, I buy a Pro Evo every year, Pro Evolution, because uh, I, I want a new roster of players. For the untrained eye, it's the same game. Yeah, not mm. for me. So I'm sure for people that love uh, car games, they're not the same games, yeah? Mm. But I, I like Forza. The last Forza I bought was Forza 3, and um, and I really liked that. That was a great game. And this one here has all the things from the old one. The cars are not as... Not a, the, the, the handling of the cars is not as realistic because this is a bit more arcadey, but... But it's it's similar, but you have you just have more fun. You just uh, you might just be free roaming 
from one town to the other and then you see a Porsche or something oh, actually Porsche is a, a bad example I don't think there's any Porsche on this game but you see um, a Ferrari and you can just uh, go like I'll race you from here to the end of the road or something you, know, mm-hmm. you can just do a you know like a street race uh, anyway it's just it's a lot of fun it's um and I wanted to uh, support the local the local uh, gaming community here that make games. So I, I, bought, I bought the game. It's, it's my, it was my game of um, uh, every two years I buy a racing game. This was the one now, and I probably won't buy one now for another couple of years. But it's it's actually a lot of fun, and it's got gr- good reviews on the internet. Actually, so uh, most most people seem to like it. I'm sure Mark will play it, don't you, Mark? Yeah, it's it's the kind of thing I'm into. I really enjoy the Forza games, so it'll be definitely something I look to buy in the future. Well, that's great. So, um, well, I'll talk a bit more about it uh, when I played it more. I mean, I won't do it in just now. I played it literally two, three hours of it. So it's great, great graphics, lots of fun. But I, you know, I, I'm not going to go into it a lot more because I haven't played that much more, and not, none of you obviously has played it. But it's great. And on the next podcast, I'm sure I'll, I'll go into it in more detail. And uh, I'm really excited about it. So yeah, that's that's all I've been playing, right? I'm sure our audience are breathless with anticipation for that upcoming <laughs> review. <coughs> sure they are. <laughs> yeah, on the website as well as the podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, moving to our next gamer, I think uh, Lady Joe. Um, oh me. Yeah, okay. what have you been doing on this spooky weekend? Well, for for once, this uh, since the last podcast, I've actually not been travelling that much, so I've been able to you know target the pile of shame yeah. of uh, settled at Dale Farm. <laughs> Um, so I've been all over Red Dead Redemption like a rash, which, as everyone knows, is absolutely amazing. Um, but really, the the game that's been dominating most of my attention is uh, Resident Evil 6. Wow. Do tell us all our fears are groundless. Um, and, uh... it, you know, it makes me really sad inside to say it, but alas, the rumours are true. It is the worst of, of the series, in my opinion. Um, it, but you almost feel bad saying it because it is like a little puppy that's trying so hard to please you and you're just giving it a boot you know it's just there's so much in this game that's just superfluous to what it could have been um i think if they tried to focus on just one key campaign it could have been a lot lot stronger but i mean uh, there's been so many reviews and articles written about it, but the the main thing with Resident Evil 6 is you have three campaigns to begin with. Yeah. And they're sort of eight to ten hours each, you know, p- quite long campaigns, really. Um, and they're, they're fairly different. And once you've finished those, you can unlock a fourth, which is one of the worst-kept secrets out there that you get to play as Ada Wong. Oh. So that's very cool. But first, you've got to suffer through the other three. Spoilers. Oh, come on. It's like <laughs> it is the worst-kept secret in the gaming world. And... Um, and they're actually bringing out a patch that means you don't have to. Yeah, that you can just play three. anyway. You which just, you'll just be able to play a campaign straight from the off if you want. Yeah, that can only be a good thing. I understand <laughs> that there's there was some in-game DLC. What I mean by that is the DLC which was already in the, on the disc, which a lot of companies like to to charge you for it, even though it's already in the disc, and they wait for like a few weeks and then they go like, give us some points or some money to to, to unlock this. I understand that because the game is was so. Uh, the reviews are so bad that they actually they're releasing that free of charge just to try and, uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah I don't think they'd get anyone to pay for it to be honest I mean <laughs> it does it, it feels harsh to be so negative on it because there are parts of it that are good the the initial Leon Kennedy campaign is is the best of of the three it's more like a traditional Resident Evil game it's kind of you know more in the spirit of Resident Evil 4 but it's it's lacking in the same style that that had it feels a bit rushed. It feels a bit kind of like they've sort of thrown it in. Um, 
but sort of it, it does play well and there's some good gameplay ticks but there's also some really bad gameplay ticks like uh there's a whole host of quick time events that spring upon you unawares and they they just lead to unnecessary deaths and you cannot sometimes avoid them because yeah. it you know they're just so fast sometimes that it would take a genius to be able to figure out immediately sort of what you've got to do is it fair to say that QTEs uh, have never been implemented well apart from maybe Shemnia uh, Heavy Rain yeah yeah I'll give you that that's a good example apart from you know, but not, what I'm trying to say is not many games God of you, War no Okay, fine. That's quite a few games. That, that, that. <laughs> and to be honest, be yeah, I've got to say, in Resident Evil Four, the quick time events in that didn't weren't an issue. They still it still played well. It's still a fantastic game. But in this one, there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. They just they're so done, distracting and they done, take you out of it. Sorry, done oh, done well. Quick time events, I think, are really good. Like in something like Heavy Rain, but done badly. It, oh God, well, in this, it ruins just, the game. Yeah, especially if they're instant death. QTEs that's nothing worse exactly exactly and you get to a point where you've just you've put a lot of effort into clearing a certain section then you get a quick time event and you crash and burn and you have to do a fair bit again and it is just crippling Mm. Um, but you know the the gameplay is solid sort of as far as as those sort of uh, games go now I mean it's not survival horror anymore I think we can all agree on that it's definitely action horror there's no real scares element to it at all um, and but to be honest, the Leon the Leon campaign is is quite fun to play, and it's it's exciting. And you know, quick time events aside, I enjoy playing it. So, in in two or three months from now, you know, I see the game for ten pounds pre-owned somewhere. Is it worth me getting it for the month? Yeah, it's yeah, it's worth a punt. It's yeah. you know, it's worth playing, but just avoid the Chris campaign <laughs> would be my word of advice because that's when it all starts to just go horribly wrong so is that the one where she's Gears of War meets Resident basically, Evil basically yeah mm-hmm. and it just it has no place in it it's completely at odds with everything else it's awkward it's sort of blundering and and just really sort of haphazard um, and it's just it's completely lacking in any fun to play and it just feels like an absolute slog trying to get through it and it doesn't help that Chris himself is just such a monumentally miserable sod <laughs> in the entire campaign that you just you you just I like don't his be sister. I like his sister. Was it from Resident Claire. Claire? Claire, yeah. Resident Evil Three, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Jill. Uh, that was Jill Valentine. Yeah. Second one. Claire the second one, and then the good one. Yeah. yeah, I like her. It's such a shame because you can see that what they've been trying to do at Capcom is just put so much in to please everyone, but in reality they're pleasing no one because there's just so much content. And I think if they'd spent much more attention on trying to get one really solid campaign, like either a Leon campaign or a Chris campaign without the shooter elements, I think it it could have been good. There's a decent story there, there's a fairly solid idea, but it's just completely mishandled really so it's a shame mm. but it, it's worth it it's worth a play but just don't expect great things it, it, the IP it's a, it's a great IP the Resident Evil and it will still make money and it sold quite well uh, considering how bad it is yeah. uh, mm. and the, the previous one which was not done by Capcom it was done by uh, an American developer which, the Mercenaries one the Resident Evil Merc- was it Mercenaries yeah the was it Operation Raccoon that's City that's the one yeah oh, right. so you, I think it was originally going to call yeah. be called you, Mercenaries you say it all <laughs> I, I, th- I think originally it was going to be, be called Mercenaries so obviously yeah. they changed the name 
that was pretty bad as well. It's a great IP, but it needs a good team. I don't know who, but it needs a good team to come in and do a good game from it. And there's somebody out there that yeah, can make a, a, a good game out of it. But uh, maybe there's not, a, you know, in this. Go on. Yeah. And I, I haven't played it yet, and I, I will do. I'm a huge Resident Evil yeah, fan, so at, at some point I'll I'll get round to it. Um, but there's other better games either here or on the horizon that I'm going to yeah. be playing before I, I rush out for that. Well, i got to say I've abandoned it now because mm. I just haven't got the patience. What, what, <laughs> what I sort of hope is that this... It's not something I'd normally call for, but that uh, Resident Evil 6 is actually the catalyst for a reboot of the whole series and yeah, they go back to the drawing board again entirely. and either go back somehow towards the um, survival horror or do something completely different with mm. it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, everyone's going to look at me now and say he's talking absolute rubbish. You're talking absolute rubbish. Okay. <laughs> Wait for it. I think you'll make a great first-person shooter. Oh, don't wash I, your mouth out. Yeah, yeah. I'm being serious. Some, something like Left 4 Dead. Yeah? Something like Left 4 Dead. Uh, I reckon they'll, they'll be if they're gonna if they want to go the action which is what they're doing they want to you know survival horror games don't sell as much as, as they used to it's as simple as that that's why they're going down this action action mm-hmm. route yeah but if they're if they're gonna do action don't do a half baked cake mm-hmm. go the whole hog do a do a left with that kind of thing it's a great campaign to play for play online it's really good fun I'll, I think it's good 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 one. I mean, I think I think the demand is still there for survival horror. It's just a, aside from the Dead Space series, there really isn't one that's you know that you could call solid survival horror. And from a first-person perspective, we've kind of we've got ones out there already that are kind of doing that. I mean, Dead Island, you know, that's kind of I know you don't like it, but I do. <laughs> it's um, you know that kind of did that pretty well, really. That first-person sort of zombie mashup, and it was excessively violent and a lot of fun. But the problem is, is that Resident Evil really shoehorned itself in its early games as to what it was trying to be. Resident Evil 4 was completely different, but it worked because it was so well done. The problem is that with Resident Evil 6, they've not moved on from Resident Evil 4, but they've taken all the good stuff from that away, and it's just kind of stagnating now. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with all you're saying, and I, I, I would love to have a, another Resident Evil game done properly and I'll pay I'll buy it and I'll, obviously I'll be one of the people paying for it uh, and the reason to do it but I don't think there's enough people out there like us that want that type of game they just want I think people have lost patience now p- people <laughs> say oh yeah I would love a Resident Evil game but then the, the moment they have to stop to aim yeah they go like this is this is broken this game doesn't work you know I want to be able to like on, on Gears of War when I run against the wall and I shoot that's what people want a lot of people want and the uh, that, that's why that, that they're changing this. You know, now you can shoot and uh, shoot and run at the same time, and all of this. Well, you can uh, kind of jog a little bit. Yeah, well, you, know really what, you know what I mean. <laughs> the, you know, I want a Resident Evil like Resident Evil Two, or like, or even like Resident Evil Four. I'm happy with the, either of those two for them, so, somebody to make a game like that. But the, that maybe there's not enough demand out there. That's and that's why I'm saying if you're gonna go full hog action, do it properly. Either do something like Res, like Gears of War. Which is just great, lots of fun, and just shoot lots of zombies mm. that way, or do something like Left 4 Dead. Don't do a hybrid of trying to make a. No, because it doesn't work. It doesn't Resident work. Evil 6 proves that, that trying yeah. to meld the two and please everyone, it just 
doesn't work. Yeah, you're not going to please anyone, so it might as well just. Uh, yeah. But it is such a shame to say it, and it, you know, it's kind of I feel bad for it because I, you know, you can see that they wanted it to be good and that they've put so much work in, and there's so much content, but it does just make you a little bit sad inside that it's yeah, not quite I'm, worked out. I'm sad about the whole affair. Oh, to yeah, be yeah, I, it, I do. I, I, feel, I do feel generally sad about it because it is one of my most loved and treasured mm. gaming franchises, and really, it's it's going down the pan pretty quick. Oh, it's oh. mm. no, sad. But let's but, move on to know, a happier you, note. Yeah, have you played anything uh, you've liked? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I invested in a Vita. Oh. You know, last uh, last podcast I said, oh, I might get an Xbox. That totally didn't happen, and I bought a Vita instead. Was it shinier? It was. It was shinier, yeah. and it just looked at me in the shop and was like, "Buy me." So, um, and obviously, you guys know I travel a lot, yeah. so you know it seemed like the better choice, um, and that's just marvelous absolutely marvellous um, I bought it what really sold it to me was that you can download original PS1 classics okay. onto it through the network so immediately I was on Resident Evil 3 <laughs> Nemesis on there been playing that fantastic great blast from the past but what I'd actually uh, been playing more recently is Wipeout 2048 oh, yeah. oh, which is just marvellous such a good game I love, I love Wipeout so much but <laughs> It's just glorious, just to look at. It just blew my mind it is amazing. just how absolutely glorious it is. So, uh, I mean, yeah, if, if you're into handheld gaming, really the Vita is top-notch. Mm. I absolutely love it. Mm. Do you think there are credible rivals out there? That, or is Vita the top spot? I mean, uh, you know, I know you're good PlayStation fans. For my sort of gaming, then, yeah, yeah. I think mm. it is. Can, yeah, we just, can we just say, before everyone starts shouting, Vita is the top spot? It might be among the table here, but it's not the the one that sells the most. The obviously the 3DS sells yeah. sells more, yeah. sells more yeah. outsells it to but one. But it's, it's almost aiming at a slightly different market. That wasn't a question. It? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I, I, no. Sorry, I don't have a Vita. I played on the Vita, and I, I, I was quite impressed with with what I saw on on Marius's Vita. But uh, yeah. from what I've seen so far, the, the the best titles are still on the 3DS, and it was the same on the PSP versus the the, the, the Nintendo DS. Uh, it can change in the future, but as it stands at the moment, if I was going to pick one or the t- or the other, I'll 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 go for the 3DS. Having said that, there's definitely it's more powerful. There's definitely and uh, with that two analog sticks, there's definitely room for for mm. it to be the best one. I wouldn't say it's definitely the the winner at the moment because it's not selling as much as the other one. So it cannot be you know it's not it's not you know, it's, it's not the, mm. the top. It hasn't got it, the top spot at the moment. It, it has for me been as that I have both in the house and. I'm playing the Vita much more than yeah. the 3DS. Yeah, I don't. I I, I don't have a 3DS because I can't see 3D. But that, uh, that's settled. Then, if Maris plays more on the other one, then <laughs> that settles any yeah. argument. No, I was going to agree with him that my original DS yeah. is just sat in its box. I've not touched it for months. Again, that settles um, it as well. And and you know, it's just. I think it all depends on the kind of game you are, mm. really. And uh, it you know became pretty clear to me that I'm not really a DS gamer the Vita just suits me a lot better the games on it are more my speed obviously the titles are fairly limited right now but I think we're going to sort of see more as it go and also mm. I quite like that it syncs with the PS3 and no, that the, you've got that kind the, of connectivity between the two so mm. that, that's all great and 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 uh, you know if it wasn't so expensive which it is uh, I, I wouldn't mind having one if it was like 50 quid I'll probably buy one 50 yeah? quid <laughs> <laughs> Even a hundred, probably. You know what I'm trying to say is, it's. I, don't know, it's, it, I thought it, it was pretty reasonably priced no, for what I got with it. No, for what it ha- what, what it is in terms of the screen, the AMO, a, a light screen, and all of that, it, it, it probably is worth what it's worth. It, it, it's fine. What I'm saying is, 
from if if I'm gonna do any handheld gaming, you know, I got a phone. Most people have a phone, a smartphone. So you know, I'll either do that or I'll go for the cheaper option, you know, the 3DS, which mm. has some really cracking games. You know, I don't think there's a game on the PS Vita that's better than than uh, Mario in 3D World, for instance. Well, I, I think that's a matter of opinion, to be honest. I, I, no, no, let's ask, the, let's ask the, the expert. Let's <laughs> <laughs> ask the expert, we have both. Is there a better game on Vita than Mario 3D World? It's a tough call, but um, jumping ahead a bit, I've been playing Little Big Planet on the Vita mm-hmm. recently, and that's pretty amazing. And that's better than Mario that's 3D World? Amazing. It's a close call. I'll get my daughter over and she'll tell you that Juju Pets on the DS absolutely trounces anything that you play. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and on, you know, that wins any argument as well. It's, it's, okay, obviously, we all, we're having a bit of fun here and it's, it's true. I mean, it's a matter of, you know, it's like, like Pro Evo and FIFA. You know, you either like one or the other. FIFA outsells Pro Evo like 10 to 1. So, so if we're going to go down that route, obviously the FIFA mm-hmm. is better. I prefer Pro Evo. We so, are recording, Bruno. You know. No, no, what I'm saying, <laughs> what, what, what I'm saying what I'm, that's what I'm trying to point out, you know, it, obviously it's a matter of opinion, you know. Uh, I, I was using the fact that uh, the, the 3DS sells more to making it a better console. Obviously, that's, that's unfair. What I'm trying to say is it's more accessible and it has games for both hardcore gamers mm. and casual gamers, which I'm sure the PS3, the PS Vita has as well. But it's just a bit too expensive for me. Do you not think that the 3DS outsells the Vita 2 to 1 because it is more expensive? Do not think it's just with the content. So the, the the 3DS is still 140 quid, something like that. It's not, not a not cheap sure. console as not well. Sure. No, it's not a cheap console, but obviously the Vita is more expensive. So do you think the reason why the 3DS sells a lot more than the Vita isn't because of the content, or you think the game's much better? It's just I think I think I think I think it's I think it's to do with the games a lot. So well, it's just the, the the amount is just you know there are so many DS and 3DS and games the other, out the other, in the market the other, that of course there's going to be you know more scope there. And the other thing as well, Nintendo, you know. They they made some great decisions. I mean, the Wii sold. I mean, even though you know mm-hmm. it was my so lost. But one thing I'll say, it's coming up to Christmas. I don't watch much TV, but I watch a fair bit of TV. I haven't seen one single advert for PS Vita. Really? Ooh. I've seen loads. Have you? I haven't, what well, are you I've, watching? I've, yeah, I, I have seen some. Yeah, but there, there aren't not as many. Well, 3D, the Nintendo was absolutely kills when it comes to adverts. Mm. They they know how to do the marketing. They know how to do it to a T. You know. It, it just they, they do it perfectly, and it, it, that's not a reason to say it's a better console. One thing is, I've got to disagree with you on this one. Yeah, have you I mean, seen? I work in marketing, and I think the Nintendo advertising. Is pretty <laughs> have you seen I'm the 3DS honest. adverts? The Nintendo adverts yeah. are horrible. They, horrible they, with, they're not, they're with, with, with celebrities yeah, bought Nicole in Kingman to pay, yeah. play games that they've yeah. clearly never touched yeah, sure, in their life sure but for the same reason that 10 million people in England watch The X Factor <laughs> oh let's not go down it, that road you know what I'm, what I'm trying to say is it doesn't matter if it's good or bad advertising what it, what it is it's, it's, it works because it sells more and, 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 and I've seen certainly I've seen a lot more than I have um, than I have uh, of uh, but, but obviously again that's just I'm just Making a discussion point here, I, you know, I would love to. If like I said, if the Vita was you know cheap, I would, I would love to have one. And I'm sure there's a couple of games yeah. that I would play. You know, I, I'm a gamer, so I like to play. And, and I, mind you, again, my 3DS has been gathering dust. The last time I played was when I played a bit more of 3D World, yeah. and then I put it on again. So I don't play it as I play on my iPhone. That's what I do. Uh, so I'm not really the the, the target audience for, for handheld gaming. I'm, I like playing my games on, on, while sitting on my sofa or. On my desk, on my yeah. PC, that's how I play my games. Uh, having said that, like I said, it's it's for me just a bit too, that expensive. Um, it's worth it for the hardware. It's but a really good package deal. <laughs> and then there's the property memory card. Don't get me started on that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, move on. Yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. 
But so yeah, so I think that pretty much rounds up what I've generally been playing. But um, yeah, I, I personally I love it. It's a cracking little system, and I think there's only more possibilities for it in the future, and there's so much scope for what they can do with it. I mean, you can tell how powerful it is. So hopefully, over the next few months to a year, we shall see some quality titles. So fingers cool. crossed. Hopefully. So, Mark, regale us with uh, what games you've been playing. Um, I haven't actually been playing any new games, oh. per se. I've gone back to some old games in preparation for the new Halo. I've uh, been playing Halo Reach quite a, quite a lot online and things. I've been playing through the campaign on Legendary as well. By yourself uh, or with others? Uh, by myself. Ooh, he's a big boy now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you've been playing by yourself? Yeah, I have been, and that's why I said I'd whoop you. Well, but but but, but Halo Halo Reach, uh, big, uh, I played quite a lot of it. Uh, big fan. I think it was, a, it was a great title. But the campaign was atrociously bad. It was pretty much you you run from from point A to B and then you do a firefight. Then you run from point A to point B to C and then you do a firefight and so on and so on. The story was non-existing. On, on Halo Reach, I'm talking about other previous Halo games. I'm completely agree. The campaign was great. Halo Reach, one of the worst campaigns I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. It is. Mm. It's it's very arcadey. For a Halo no, no, not the arcade is the fact that you go from you run from one side to the other and then you do a firefight. There was a firefight on the end of every single c- campaign level. It, it was. It was just a, a firefight on the end. That's not you know what, what you know what game design is that? You know, it's just you get to the end of the level, then you do a firefight. That there's three or four waves of, of enemies coming coming. Then you kill them all, and then great, you pass the level, go on to the next level. That's not a, that's not a game. Yeah, the mm-hmm. campaign has much to be desired. I will agree with you on that point. The, 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 the multiplayer is great. Yeah, the, the multiplayer is good, and I've been playing quite a lot of that in preparation for Halo Four. Um, you know, it's it's a game that I'm very much looking forward to. So um, I've just been playing a lot of the multiplayer online for Halo. Um, I've also gone back to Skyrim. Mm-hmm. What, what made you return to Skyrim? Because you got into Skyrim quite a lot and loved it, and, and it should be noted that's quite a departure of gaming genre for you. Yeah, very much. Um, but then you kind of cooled off it, never talked about it, and now you've gone back to it again. What yeah, back? I um, I thought I'd give the DLC a bit of a bit of a try. I, um, in particular, Dawnguard, which is the DLC for it, where it's it's for in regards to the vampires. So you can either pick to be a Part of the Dawn Guard, which is the Vampire Hunters, or you can be. Fo- I've seen this. Isn't this like you can pick the team, Hedward or uh, Jacob? No, it's nothing to do with Twilight. Nothing to do with Twilight, really. I'm so pleased I didn't get that because I haven't seen Twilight. <laughs> you can decide to be part of the Dawn Guard, or you can. Which one is Dawn Guard? Team Jacob or Team Edward? <laughs> Well, as it's vampires, it'd probably be Team Edward. There you go. Or I've just go. betrayed myself awfully. <laughs> <laughs> awful films. Well, oh, how are. dare you? No matter how many times you they watch speak, them, they just don't get They, they, the they speak to me in an intellectual level. <laughs> That's worrying. <laughs> you don't really want nah, to Nah, I'm only messy, you know. Uh, I, I would like, well, go on, talk a bit more about it. I would like to play it as well, the Dangar. I just haven't had the time to, to go back to it. it, it That's sounds the like issue it, with Skyrim. It's, it's, it's a time sucker. It's, yeah. it's, it's a mon- massive game. Um, I, you know, I've, I've only played little bits of it because I'm trying to get myself up to speed with the actual game itself. Um, I've only recently downloaded it on Thursday, I think. So I've only just started the actual DLC content. But it's it, it's really good. It's Again, it's just like Skyrim is. Um, I've decided to side with the Dawn Guard, so I'm. Your team, Edward. Yeah, I am, I suppose. Um, but I haven't actually played that much of it yet. So. What's I'm, wrong with Jacob? 
he's not my type. Too I don't know what it means. <laughs> well done, Marcy. That's the right response. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I will give it. Can I ask a question? You. you know, if you play the, um, no, tiny bit of a spoiler here, but it's not a massive spoiler. The Skyrim has been out for a what, year oh, now. I've only, I haven't played. Go ahead, I don't care. Okay, <laughs> f- fine. Uh, you when you play the, um, I believe it's the fight, Fighters Guild. Uh, Carrie will yeah. nod or not. You become a werewolf, don't you? That's companions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're the equivalent to the fighters. Uh, yeah, you're right. They're called the companions. Sorry, the companions. Yeah, if you if you're a true uh, if you're a true uh, Morwin like uh, <laughs> player, you know you know what I mean. Regardless, so if you are a part of the companions and you are a werewolf, yeah, Ooh. so you're permanently on Team Jacob, yeah. What happens when you join the Team Edward on you, the expansion pack? You have to do part Ooh. of the questing where you go. And cleanse yourself? You cleanse yourself. Oh, yes. I guessed it. So you, I should be a game writer. You have to do a side quest where you go off and kill these witches. You then yeah. throw these witches' heads into a fire, which nice. then cleanses you of being a werewolf to part, to be part of it. If only it were that easy. I know. Well, that, that mission threads in the original game where you can yes. cleanse yourself. Yeah, and it was also very buggy. It was one um, that could break quite easily. You ended up carrying around... About thirty pounds worth of witches' heads. Yeah, I could never get rid of. It was really, really quite nice. But you know, it also was a bit awkward at parties. You don't get that sort of experience anywhere else, but in gaming. That's my that's my one gripe with Skyrim is that some of the quests do get quite buggy, and you have to save and re and go back over them to do them. You know, I have played it and I've gone through it, and I did actually have that problem with that quest. Yeah. So I've gone back and done it. But it's you know it's it's really good and I'm enjoying it so we'll see how far I get along with it. But and at what point do you do you meet Buffy? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't met Buffy yet. She's gonna kick your ass. <laughs> I can tell you that already. I've seen her kicking some ass. And but what a way to go! <laughs> so obviously you're you're playing Dawnguard on the Xbox because I heard that there yes. were a lot of issues with it well, on the PS3. On the PS3, really? it's been delayed yeah. inevitably. Bethesda's games <laughs> tend to. Uh, always be broken well they're broken anyway on either either console or PC but on the PS3 they never seem to work okay. don't know why I'm not a, a developer I'm, I'm not a coder uh, the only bit of coding I do is a tiny bit for the website and even that I struggle with <laughs> I don't, I, don't um, I wouldn't argue the point but I don't recall any major issues with Fallout on uh, there was there was yeah, uh, yeah there was uh, problems with. I mean, I've got to say, like, I was obviously was playing Skyrim on the PS3, and I've got a not a massive way through it. I had to drop it because I travelled, um, but I was playing about thirty hours, and I hadn't encountered any issues at all no. on the PS3. But I did know, you know, hear no, that there were there some was issues. lots. I mean, I play it on the Xbox, so I'm going to give you examples. But um, there certainly was problems with save games. I think once you, if you're one of those persons that saves. There's maybe three or four saves throughout yeah. the whole game. You probably won't find any problem with mm-hmm. it. If you're one of those that uh, has 52 saves and uh, each of them gets you back five minutes, oh, yeah. then uh, it, on the Xbox it's fine. You can keep playing. Uh, nothing. No, that doesn't mean the Xbox is better or worse. Just obviously the, it's better coded for the Xbox. Uh, on the PS on the PS3, pretty much it just breaks. Issues, it it yeah. breaks. It breaks. As simple as that. So uh, the key is don't do that. Be more organized. Yeah, but lots of <laughs> lots of people like you know. I have like four or five saves. I have one. No, I have four. Oh, no, one have save one. is dangerous. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
save. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. what happens on one the one save you have when it says do not turn the Xbox off because we're saving and somebody goes like oh, turns Xbox. Well, what, <laughs> what what if it happens? If your what if your electricity goes off? Oh, well, then you know that's just you should pay your bills first crumbles. of all. Yeah. When she rolls. It's got cloud saving. Doesn't matter anymore. No, Just no, no, go no, no, and, no, no, and no. take it back off the cloud. No. Okay, fair enough. No, but, but no, it's it's um, it, it's it, it, not just for that. You no, know, no, well, you've no, got no. the auto save <laughs> and my save. Well, that's right? the thing on the. So go, go, I've always got the auto save. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Going back to that uh, auto save. Going back to Dishonored, but ever so quickly, the the way the auto save works there is really good. You have three auto saves and your normal saves. So yeah. So the game auto saves uh, in in trees. So if if you revert back to auto save, oh, bl- you know, bloody hell! Th- uh, this is after I made the mistake. You can revert back yeah. to so more auto saves. If I make a mistake in Skyrim, I just live with it. Damn it! Excellent. So uh, apart from Skyrim and Reach, then uh, Mark, is there anything else to touch your <clears throat> console? Um, not console, PC. Oh. Um, Hello. I have been Hello. Re- I have been playing the beta version of Football Manager 2013. <laughs> wow, hey. Now I know this isn't going to <laughs> be. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I have, I have, I have to interrupt here. I'm a big football manager fan myself, but. I, I was looking at Marius directly when he said that, and his face just grew up. He, he, his face went like, if, if there was a video cast, you could see, he went like, oh, fuck. But, as, as a gen, that's a game I have been playing. No, I'm gone. Uh, go you know, and it's something that quite a lot of people play. Um, and I'm very, very fond of it myself. I played it from, right back from Championship Managers back in 1998. So I've always played it. The new one is very, very good. It's probably better than FM12. Again, Bruno, you'll know yourself. The best thing about it is you can actually do challenge modes and things on this one. Okay. So you can say you have eight games remaining in the bottom of the Premiership. Yep. You've got to su- survive with Everton. You know, any teams like that, we oh, do a challenge mode <laughs> where you have to gain the points to stay up from relegation. Yes. Wasn't that there on last year's one already? Uh, no. Okay. It wasn't available on FM12. It's it's not. It, they did do it on earlier versions in the Championship Managers and the last few Championship Managers. I think it was um, 2000, 2001. It's not something you've seen on it for a while. That's very good. I love gaming challenges. I sent one to to, to Marius. I think we talked about it briefly on, on yeah, our last did, podcast. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's a great thing. Gaming challenges. It, it does bring uh, bring out uh, uh, more gameplay out, mm. of, out of any game. Uh, he hasn't sent me any gaming challenges because he knows I'm, I'm uh, too good for it. Uh, he hasn't sent me one single one yet. We've <laughs> <laughs> yeah, done it before. You've typed it out. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. When I set a challenge, it'll be a proper challenge. He won't. He won't be beating it easily. So back to your uh, football manager. Anything else to add to the beta? I mean, is it shaping up something to be exciting? Yeah, uh, I mean, it seemed quite positive. But yeah, it's very much like the football manager has evolved. It's you know all new players, all the latest transfers, that kind of thing. One of the gripes of FM twenty twelve was the media content where you had to always speak to the media. You always had to do pre match and post match press conferences. On this mode, you can actually have those cut out. It's very much like FMs of old. You've got new players, new content, all the current stats and status with all the players. But the good thing with this one is you can cut out a lot of the content that was for the gripes of 2012, which was you had to do post-match and pre-match interviews. On this one, you can pick the options of having that cut out for you. Just do a Fergie and don't talk to the BBC yeah, for three years. Yeah, just don't talk to anyone. Yeah. If they upset you, don't talk to them. Good but idea. It, yeah, oh, it's shaping up to be a very good game, and if you are into that genre and like playing that game, then I would very highly recommend. Buying. When is it coming out? It's available to order on the second of November. Good, and well, I'm sure those interested will be uh, 
Bowling with all due haste. So that brings us on to Marius with his uh, usual eclectic mix of games he's played. Yeah. Are there uh, any raccoons in this one? There are no raccoons. Oh, actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> actually, there is a, there is a, there is a raccoon. Oh, no. as, as, you mentioned, as you mentioned raccoons, that's what I'll start with. Um, I, I had a quick go on the beta for the PlayStation All-Star and... I've I've never played Smash Brothers to be honest, so I, I don't know how it how it actually compares. Um, but I, I only played a few games, but it actually was quite a lot of fun. Fairly simple, but I can imagine it being a, a great party game. Hmm. It's not something that I'm likely to buy. It would be more maybe rent it out for an evening or something like that. If uh, you know you had some friends around with a few beers, I can see it see it being a lot of fun. You know, it's got Parappa the Rapper in a, in a beat em up <laughs> style, you know. It's, <laughs> what's not good about that? And, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I only played a few games, but yeah. it was quite good fun. And we mean to play it, I need to download it, it's free, isn't it? For yeah. PlayStation, is it PlayStation Plus only? I think PlayStation Plus got it early, but I think it's, it might be open yeah, to I, everyone. No, I, I, I'm, not I, sure. I'm PlayStation Plus for the month anyway, I, I got a, for oh. month, a month free again, so, uh, it, you know, it's, it's a good, it's a good uh, little, we're not gonna go into it again, we talk about every, every broadcast, mm-hmm. it's, it's a good little service. But, um, it, it's only like eight characters or something on the, on the, on the, on the beta. For, for the beta, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think the burning question is, where does the raccoon feature? Sly yeah. Cooper the, yeah. is one ah, of the characters. Okay, crack it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I know that's the the God of War Kratos. Kratos, he, that that was my one thing about it. He felt massively over overpowered, and I seemed to win pretty easily with him in well, comparison to the to the other. Yeah, but but in, in a com- is a raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who my money's on. However, in a competitive beat 'em up yeah. styly game, then balance is one of the most important yeah. things. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what else? Non-raccoon related games. Um, um, non-raccoon related, although, uh, it is animal based. Is, the unfinished swan, which, uh, some people might have read. Anthony did a yeah. preview on the website and there's a, there's a bit of a video on, on the website. I've actually downloaded and, and finished that now. Is he any good but, at colouring in? <laughs> yeah, but I still can't keep it in the line, so <laughs> unfortunately. Um yeah, like if you if you've seen the, the video or any other footage of it, you'll know you, you basically start off on a, a completely blank room and then you, you throw blobs of paint around to uh, reveal the uh, the scenery um so you know where to go. Which is obviously quite a a unique game mechanic. It makes for an interesting game. It's got a very nice uh, sort of storybook feel throughout it. The story is told uh, as you make your way through the environment. You come across uh, storybook pages, and there's a, a nice little bit of narration just for that page that explains the uh, explains the level. Although it's not all like that first level, they actually lose that whole paint mechanic yeah. quite quickly, which I, I thought was a little bit of a bit of a shame actually. After that first level, you then like it introduces shadows into the world so you can see the world a bit more and it becomes a little bit more like your standard game really there's uh, pressing switches using water to make vines grow so that you can climb up them and becomes a bit more of a, a standard game but just the the general setting and the style of it really uh, really appealed to me and um i would uh, suggest that for those with kids it would make a perfect sort of sunday afternoon game to sit down and and play with the kids because it only takes two to three hours 
to play through it, something like that. But yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed it. A few unexpected things in there, which I, I won't spoil for anybody, but uh, it was very good. Uh, and quite surprisingly, Terry Gillingham plays uh, one of the characters in there, which uh, was quite unusual for a in, so. little yeah. indie game like that yeah. to uh, to have someone like that in, involved Sorry, in it. Terry? Terry Gilliam. Oh, Gilliam. From, yeah. Oh, I met him once. He's lovely. He he does tend to get involved in lots of little projects and things, though, doesn't he? Not necessarily gaming, but... Mm, but yeah, I, I thoroughly recommend it for anyone looking for uh, a bit of a break from all the uh, the shooting that's yeah. often involved yeah. in, in video games. Yeah. It's, it's nice, yeah. Um, Until you decapitate okay, one. I take exception to this. Isn't it a paintball game though? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you shooting I'm not, scenery? I'm not even dignifying <laughs> that with any any sort of response. Um, it's uh, quite similar. In in a way to to journey, I suppose, in that it's quite a uh, a short game, but and and quite relaxed and serene um, sort of game. So yeah, I thoroughly recommend it. I thought it was uh, it was very good, and uh, I will write a review for it and, and and put it on the site as and when I get a chance. Any other major notable games you've? <laughs> no, we're going. To, I, I won't go into it in in much detail. But I've been playing a little bit of Planet on the Vita, yeah, um, which is excellent. It's pretty much identical to the the PS3 version, but obviously different levels, and they've incorporated the touchscreen into it. I, I haven't really, I haven't got around to any of the user generated levels on there, so I'm not quite sure what the uh, the level making is like. But judging by the previous ones, I expect very good. So you say you haven't tried it at all because I think with Little Big Planet two you, you could play uh, a certain Little Big Planet one games uh, levels. Uh, you could um, they were compatible with with the second one. Could it be that maybe they're compatible with the Vita version as well? I guess so, but I don't know. I, I haven't played. I've just been playing through the single player. If levels. it would be, then obviously there'll be a, an immense catalogue mm-hmm. of, of the levels to play. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really good. Typical Little Big Planet, really. And then the other two that I've been playing are um, Bruno kindly uh, sent us all a, uh, a voucher for one of the uh, Humble Bundles indie games. So I've uh, been playing through those. And a, a couple that um, stood out was one called Uplink, which is essentially you sort of play as a as a hacker. Mm. It's an old classic, isn't it, Uplink? Is it really? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure those... Uh... I didn't know. I thought it, it looked... Fairly new, but perhaps maybe it's uh, a rehash one. I'm fairly sure not. there was a hacking game called Uplink on the PC quite a few years ago. Very simple, like you say, just simulating. A- yeah, yeah, it is literally when you when you when you load it up, it literally comes. It, there's no menu screen or anything. It, it starts as your log-on screen, and then <laughs> you you have to uh, have to log in and. Uh, it, once you you know you go through the tutorial and and whatnot, and then you you have to say go and get certain documents yeah. from a certain company. Uh, you have to sort of ping the signal around various places around the globe so that they can't trace you as quickly. And you have to put like anti-trace devices in there to to stop you uh, getting caught because otherwise it locks you out of the system. Yeah. And it, not normally my sort of game, but uh, and I I probably won't play it. it you know to completion or anything like that but uh, it was really good and did a, a really good job of tension as they were trying to trace you you gets your heart going yeah. as you can feel like you know it's got a bit of a, a sound effect on there that indicates that you're nearly going to going to be caught and it's uh, all a bit like oh god what am, I, what am i gonna do i've got to be quick and you've got to get everything ready in time to make sure you you, you get in there and out before 
you get traced and it's yeah i thought it was a it was quite good for something something a little bit different that outside of my normal sort of comfort zone and the other one which i'll probably go back to at some point is bit trip beat which uh, i don't know did, did you say you played it Bruno, i, I, I haven't I, i've i've uh, played the from the humble bundle i played a bit of field runners I think I played the other one. I've got the name of it now. I played a bit of Spirits as well. Uh, that was included on. Uh, I don't think that you have that one. No. Uh, but uh, no, I have. I, I need to go to it at some point. Yeah, it's uh, sort of a, a pixel art style, um, almost like a, a rhythm action game. You uh, you sort of play essentially like a, a pong button. Yeah. And as bullets come in at you, as they hit that that plays part of the uh, part of the soundtrack. Yeah. And very. Uh, gets very intense very quickly i think i only managed a level or two before my eyes started saying you need to blink you must blink otherwise you are going to go blind please put this game down and allow yourself a few minutes of using your eyes properly because you have to be very uh focused on it but i i really enjoyed it it was uh it was good fun good stuff good stuff anything else to add or should we move on to me <laughs> Um, I'll, be, I'll be quite brief because some of the games I've, I've mentioned before I'm playing Mass Effect on uh, insane difficulty I won't say too much about that apart from it is quite difficult um, but there's one thing that it's taught me something about myself which is a bit worrying because I'm playing the female Shepherd because Jennifer Hale the voice actress is arguably one of the best voice actresses in the business and she really adds to the and is that uh, really why you're playing yeah well that, that's not why I generally play female characters but in this one uh, <laughs> it was but I'm a bit worried about how much I like the way Chief Ashley Williams keeps saying ma'am to me <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep saying what ma'am <laughs> makes me feel warm can you have a relationship with her with, with her uh, I don't think you can that, um not as a female character, anyway. Crazy. But go on, and you, yeah, you, you, you like the, 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 the fact that she like, calls you mum. I, like, I, like, I like the way I'm called ma'am. That's, um, <laughs> it's wrong, I know. Um, <laughs> moving on, um, obviously, taking the criticism of uh, playing new games on board, I played uh, Metro 23, which is clearly from the future. <laughs> uh, no? no okay, Almost. Uh, <laughs> 2033, isn't it? Uh, 2033, yeah, you're yeah. quite right. Mentioned it last time, but I've completed it since. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a great environment. I'm very much a big fan of post-apocalyptia, um, as, as many of you know. Uh, it, it gets bonus points just for being set in the place where most people are dead. Um, but I also, I also quite enjoyed playing a game from an Eastern European, you know, Russian perspective. Um, there's, there's obviously a lot of games coming out from that part of the world. Poland and so on like the Witcher, Witcher and, yeah, the Witcher yeah, for instance. exactly and Stalker Call of Pripyat and things like that so I, I did like it um, but it's combat was a little you know it wasn't the greatest for an FPS it, it, it played actually funnily it played a bit like Fallout 3 in, in when you're not using VATS you know it was, it, was, it was good enough but wasn't the sleek I think it's a bit unfair calling it like Fallout 3 without 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 the VATS I, th I think it was better than that well, it, it, it was it, was, much, it wasn't Battlefield uh, no but it was Similar to COD, maybe. But it, it was good enough. I'm not, I'm not saying it was it was rubbish. But what was rubbish was the storyline and ending. And obviously, for spoilers, I'm not going to say any more than that. But um, you're not going to play it for the storyline, that's for sure. 
Okay, moving on uh, swiftly. Um, I've started You're Enslaved. Again, we won't talk too much mm. about it because um, we, we mentioned it last my, my game of the year. Your, your <laughs> game of the year from a couple of years ago. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, so far, you know, the puzzle, I like the puzzler element. I like, uh, you know, the, the jumping around and swinging and stuff like that's quite good. I think the hero wears a bit too much blusher for my liking. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart from that, it, it looks encouraging. But I'm not far enough in the game to, you know, really comment too much more on that. But it looks promising, so... Uh, uh, good, good stuff. But the one one title I did want to talk about, which I said was a bit of a surprise, and I may have to adjust my profile on the website, is uh, the iOS app New Star Soccer, which oh. I can't seem to put down at all at, in the evening. On there, yay hat trick! <laughs> <laughs> and as you know me, I don't, don't normally play sports games at all, um, other than the spreadsheet type ones. <laughs> I do play Soccer Manager, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Really good. It's it's yeah it's a great yes, game yes, yeah. and uh, have you managed to get into the your uh, national team yet? Yeah, um, great. Yeah, played for England. Uh, scored my first goal. For the whoa, 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 whoa! Stop, stop there. What? Stop, stop. You're Welsh. St- you are Welsh. I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> All right. I'm half and half. So I, I think you'll find I support whoever's winning. You're half and half. You like you, 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 you like their bread. Fifty-fifty. The, yeah. you know, like uh, all the all the all the goodness yeah. from uh, from uh, you know. Uh, come on. You're Welsh, all right? Yeah, I must have. Uh, well, uh, born in England, so uh, I can. I can. Where are you? Yeah, that makes you slightly more what? English. Yeah. Well, is, yeah. It, is your dad is English, isn't he? No, my dad's Welsh. I'm disappointed, but go on. But uh, yeah, well, I wanted to chance of actually winning a cup. <laughs> oh no, why did I choose England? Then? But uh, yeah, no, it's good. Again, I like the little control. I like trying to gauge the wind and trying to get you know. Do you do a, a bit of betting on the horses as well? Try and get I, some I money. Actually, that's the one thing I don't really do is any of the casino stuff. So you you haven't unlocked the Michael Lowen achievement yet. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, Bruno! You slay me. I know. Um, but yeah, I was, I was quite surprised because, like I said, I don't normally get on with sporting games. Um, but I, I do find this one strangely addictive. And I think the, the thing that's good about it is you can take it in very short chunks. Mm. You know, you're not sat there for an hour, although you might be sometimes, mm. but you can literally play for just two minutes and then, you know, go and do something else because you're just waiting for something. And, you know, you play a match and, get, you know, do well or badly. Or um, I should tell you, I, I did do very badly at one point where... I was booed in every game. <laughs> 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 booed off the ball and uh, taken off. Um, but now I'm pretty good. But uh, yeah, so and that was recommended by Bruno. And I remember you talking about yeah, it. yeah. It's, I'm I'm played it for a while, but, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's cracking yeah, game. Good fun. I haven't. The thing is, the problem with me on that on that game is I have it installed only on my iPad. I, I can get it on my iPhone, uh, as you obviously both been playing. But but because I kind of have it going on my iPad, uh, I don't think the cloud save on it. So I don't think you can continue your your game uh, the, on on some uh, certain iPhone games. You, you can save on, onto the cloud, and you, you, whatever you, if you pick it up on your phone or on your iPad, you continue from there. I don't believe that uh, that that option is on that game. I'm, I could be wrong, but I've only been playing on my iPad. And obviously, if I if whenever I'm yeah, have 15 minutes to kill, I'll, I just play uh, Jet Jetpack Joyride instead, which. <laughs> Which is a great yeah, game, an amazing game. So yeah. I, I, you need to play that one if you haven't done so yet. That's um, good. Very, yeah, well, uh, it's I, th- I don't know if it's that. free. It's free most of the time. It, it, it was free when I got it. Was it? Yeah. Well, I, I splashed out a whole sixty-nine pence for New Star Soccer after the first ten games. So, you know, I'm prepared to put my hands in my pockets <laughs> when needed. It's uh, it's the, well, Jack, Jack Byter ride is is. Probably the best game on on the OS. Yeah. Probably, you know, arguably the best game on the OS. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's quite hard to to. I mean, there's 
there's good arguments for other games, but that's probably the best game on iOS. Yes, it just works perfectly. Excellent. Well, I think that wraps up this segment of the podcast, and uh, we'll have a short break. Welcome back to the Monkey Tail Podcast. Um, this part of the show, we like to discuss what's coming up, uh, what new releases are coming out, what you're excited about, what gives you the willies, and not just the uh, gangs of children trying to get school sweets off you. Don't ask what gives the willies to, to Taylor, please. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's going to be a long story. Well, there's a few games coming out, isn't there? There's uh, three major games coming out now, Assassin's Creed 3, Halo 4, and uh, Black Ops. I'm probably going to get all three of them at, 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 several, at separate points. Black Ops, I'm, I might get it uh, if it's cheap, which it never goes cheap, so I'll probably never get it. But uh, I'll, I'll get Assassin's Creed probably for Christmas, maybe. I have so many games at the moment. But Halo 4, is what is that for me? Uh, what about you guys? I'm looking forward to Halo. Voice had very strong campaigns. Apart from, you could argue Reach. I didn't think it was as bad as you make out, but I would I would agree it's the weakest of the. Well, uh, camp- campaign-wise, it yeah, is pretty yeah. poor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's certainly the weakest of the franchise. Um, uh, I, I didn't hate it though. Uh, well, I didn't hate but, it. I just uh, thought it was a bit boring. But I think, yeah. I think yeah. the multiplayer is the best since Halo Three. See, I, I've gone off um, the multiplayer on Halo Reach. It's the backpacks that annoy me. So, you know, the different. Ability boosts. That's you know, not on all the thing. game game features. Though. It's not on all the game. Types. No, I agree. I agree. I, I like uh, I like having a level pl- playing field. Mm. Uh, unless you're playing uh, uh, some something like Battlefield, what you have, what you have uh, four different types of. You know, you have your assault and your support, and that's different. But uh, normally, Halo, I like everyone has the same strength, same skill, same yeah. everything, and then there's weapons scattered around the map. It's quite cool. I mean, I guess, I guess you PlayStation only guys have no interest whatsoever in Halo. No, um, you know, so uh, that that obviously makes you. I think it, I think quick. it does look like a solid game. I mean, but yeah, yeah I'm not, I'm not going to buy an Xbox just for that. No, you know, no, and uh, I think Marius is probably of a similar mind. Yeah, yeah, indeed. I, yeah. I, you know, really, I really, I really enjoyed the first Halo, but other than that, meh. Yeah. Well, okay. I think it has been touched on before um, by Bruno uh, in regards to the stories they're going to release as part of each. Is it each week or each month, Bruno? I don't know. I think it's each week. Um, in the different chapters of the game, which kind of progresses onwards, and there's a story that sort of works out over the year, which I think is quite quite a good idea. And I'm prob- I'm quite sure that other multiplayer's and FPSs will follow suit to try and keep up the content on the single player and single player co-op side mm. um, to, tr- to try and kind of not take it away from you know everyone plays the game multiplayer player regardless but I think it'll be a case of being able to keep recycling the game almost well I mean, it was mentioned I think uh, possibly Joe mentioned in the last podcast I mean it's a vehicle to retain people's uh, the longevity in the game so that it exactly. doesn't go on to the pre, you know, pre-owned sales uh, stands because people are retaining it for for the additional free um, down, uh, downloadable content that follows but uh, you know it, it could be seen as cynical but it's also only to the benefit really of the gamer you know if you're, you're getting free stuff and um, keep playing the game for longer then that can only be a good mm. thing well it's it's uh, certainly a, an alternative of you know to doing a, a online pass uh, which is a, yeah, a, yeah rewards as, 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 to punish them, as yeah. you know my, my pet, pet hate is uh, online passes mm. it just makes no sense 
Can I ask if anyone else apart from me is looking forward to the new Black Ops, or is it just me? No, I couldn't care less about it. I got to say, yeah, no, I was not bothered. I'm kind of with I think what Bruno was intimating earlier is that I'd, I'd be quite interesting to play it, um, but I'm not excited about it. I mean, I like I said, I did it, pl- I did play it at Eurogamer, yeah, and it was a very good game. It's it's I think it's heading towards the battlefield. It's it's going towards battlefield of how they play the game. In what um, context? Uh, you've got you, you mean it's becoming good? <laughs> no, I mean it's becoming more oh, what's the word for it, it the way you, the customi- customization features aren't as rigid as they were before on the previous titles you had your perks you had your weapons and you had the scopes that you could pick on this one you can you can go from picking your perks and if you say if there's certain perks that you want in the same group as you well know with the previous Call of Duty titles you have one perk you can pick from each yeah. section yeah. on this one you can sacrifice a secondary weapon a type of frag, a type of grenade other perks if, if there is two specifics you want in your type, in, in your in in that section same going with weapon attachments if say you use a weapon where you don't actually need a weapon attachment Say handguns, submachine guns, that kind of thing. You don't have to use them, so it's not it's not as rigid. You don't have to actually pick those weapons and those and those attachments. You can just go from having none and then picking more perks, which obviously, in some sense, is an advantage. In some sense, yeah. I mean, the more options you give a player, that's generally the better. Um, but uh, I mean, for me, the problem is it's Treyarch, and um, I, I know you can't. I can't compare Battlefield 3 to uh, Black Ops in the sense that the campaigns for both games were atrocious. Treyarch's campaign in Black Ops was just rubbish. The only good thing I'd say about it was the parts of it that were genuinely difficult, um, but they weren't necessarily difficult because of you know clever design. I would still say the Black Ops campaign was much better than the Battlefield. One. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you, you're kind of arguing between two piles of crap. Yeah, they're both you, shit. That pile of crap is better than uh, the other ones. But um, one's got glitter on. And the, the multiplayer was better, uh, uh, certainly, you know, than the campaign by a long way. Um, but it didn't didn't do for me like what Battlefield Three does. Um, and that's not to say Call of Duty has all great multiplayer games. Which uh, I especially enjoyed, but uh, so I'd like to play it to to experience it and see what it's about. But I'm not excited. The, the problem with those games is that well, it's not a problem, but it's a problem for me. It's I don't I don't want to buy it when it comes out because it's not not, not a game I, I you know I, I want to pay full price for. But it's they don't go down in price very quickly. I mean, it's mm. it's like still twenty quid for like Modern Warfare Two. It's because there's so so many people buy them they don't need to lower the price, and then you have to buy your online pass. And I guess I mean you you were suggesting you're not particularly bothered. No, really, that. really no. not at all. Or yeah, not at all. The only game actually that that we've discussed so far that sort of you know borders on interesting is is Assassin's Creed Three. I mean, mm. loved the others. This looks very exciting. Obviously, we've got a new character, new location, new part of history looks very very interesting but I probably won't play it till Christmas because it will probably uh, turn up when Santa comes to visit me (laughs) yeah likewise I might wait for that Mm. but I'm not sure I'm quite excited about Assassin's Creed but I'm also quite keen on the one they're releasing at the same time and Liberation I think it's called Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation for the Vita yeah, where you can play as a female assassin which is a nice little touch so that could uh, that could be quite interesting so uh, 
that going to be any good? Yeah, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to that. It does look uh, does look quite good. Yeah. So one thing you know, talking about um, the the choice of character or protagonist can, yes. can obviously be an influence on some people on buying a game. Um, when Keith, who obviously isn't here today, heard that the protagonist in Assassin's Creed Three is a Native American. Um, by birth, he suddenly perked up and was got really interested in the game. He's got this thing. That's uh, apparently, he's got an interest in Native Americans. And he's like, yeah. I don't know of any other games with Native Americans in. Uh, and apart from Turok, I can't think of any other. There's um, Prey. Yeah. So yeah, but what I'm saying is that that was a big hook for him. To, uh, and, Mm. To, now he's trying to play the original Assassin's Creed so he can get I'm not going to get it on release not because I'm not excited enough about it it's because I haven't played uh, Revelations yet. same here yeah, <laughs> so I need I'm to get through Revelations first, first. And, then, and then play it which I've got yeah. at home but I just haven't I've, on yet. I've played them all so far I think the new one of the demo I played at Eurogamer was much of the same again it's just going to be a different title but I did like the Battles the the part they did with the battleships, with the uh, ships yeah the na- naval combat oh. not quite battleships the naval <laughs> <laughs> that's, okay. that's the different Battle. game altogether same difference but yeah D two <laughs> you sunk my battleship <laughs> I have a feeling yeah. it was quite good just to play it once but I think it'll be quite tedious like on the last oh. Assassin's Creed where you you know you kind of attack them and it can't it was almost like a turn strategy game. In that sense, I think it will become quite tedious if you have to do that all the way through. Um, from what I've heard, it doesn't feature that heavily within the game. It's just mm. a few little mm. kind of asides, um, which in some ways is yeah. a good thing. So a fresh element, just to jockey things around a little bit before you go back to. But this is obviously grind. something we can discuss on a future podcast when we've all actually played it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and it, it, we always do this. Like you can always speculate on a game, but until you actually get your hands on the full game, it's almost impossible to really to really say. So, uh, but yes, it's, looking forward to that one. Certainly, I think that's going to be a very solid game. So, has anyone got any other new upcoming titles you want to discuss? Or um, one thing I do know is that might be of interest to some people is, I believe the uh, the, the program's called Project Black Mesa, and it's where they've Ooh, redone yes. the first Half Life. Yeah, I think it's fan fan based mod, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so you 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 I play the play the first level of it. They're using the Half Life Two engine uh, with the with the Half Life One uh, game. Yeah, although it's more than just a reskin, though. And I was reading up on it. Uh, you know, like obviously Halo Combat Evolved was just a reskin. It was the original game in every part, apart from the graphics. But this, um, I was reading up on it last night. for enough. Um, and uh, there have been some tweaks to it. Not major tweaks, not changing the game massively, but uh, they've just, you know, enemies have been tweaked a little bit. They've re-recorded some of the dialogue and yeah, stuff like yeah, that as, more, as well, haven't they? More scientists, there's more civilians around, mm-hmm. um, just fleshing out the, the otherwise largely empty uh, arena you're fighting. And so, you know, fans of the original Half-Life would, would really get on with that, and, and mm. I'd be one of them, except my, my laptop probably wouldn't. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to play it, I'd like to play it, but I just don't think, I think my PC would, would get angry with me if I tried to force that up on it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's not the complete game, they've left out, they're working on it, but they've left out the, uh, I'm, I'm surely by now this doesn't count as a spoiler, but they've left out the part... Uh, Zen, you know, the end sequence Zen part so far, which they are working on. I don't on. think anyone's massively upset that that's been left out, it though, are they? It was seen as the, uh, the weak point yeah, of uh, the first game. 
Although I kind of liked attacking the giant fetus thing at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe it's free, because uh, it's all fan-made. Uh, uh, I, I'm I'm I haven't read any costs. It's, 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 it's free. Yeah. It's, it's, the mod is free. What I've, what I've downloaded, at least it is. I think they're adding, they're adding the ending to it now. Do you have to have Half-Life 2 installed? Yeah, to, to have Source. It? Yeah. It's, um, I've only played the, the first level. It's, um, it was quite interesting. I mean, the graphics are better, but it's still, obviously, they're old graphics compared, compared to, um, to, yeah, uh. How old Source now? Exactly. Well, uh, Portal 2 is made on the same engine. Yeah, well, hmm. a very, a very. <laughs> I, I would argue that it wasn't about the graphics, though. Oh, no, 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 not at all. But, uh, that, that leads me to, to another question I had to, to ask. Uh, this was aimed at Marius, oh. mainly. Um, Obviously, Half uh, Half Life Two. There was two episodes and left it open a bit. You know, there's there's talks. Is there going to be a Half Life Three or is there going to be an Episode Three? And there's another game which uh, Maris and I really like, which is Shamro, Which they did the first and the second, and then they left it open again. And there was there was talks to make twelve, I think, of them. But uh, mm. the, okay, it, it's you know. So my question to Maris is this, yeah. And I think I've asked him this question before. I'm going to ask him again, so it's it's, it's recorded. <laughs> you, you have uh, one choice. You can have Half Life Three, or you can have Shamu Three. You make the, you make the decision. Okay. Well, today my answer is Shamu Three because I think there's very little else like Shamu out and about in the world at the moment, whereas there are other things of a similar nature to Half-Life that exist. So if you really want the Half-Life experience, you can find something similar, although admittedly not as good in other places, but there is nothing quite like Shenmue. Okay. Well, what would your That's answer be to the similar question, Bruno? It would be uh, Half-Life 3. <laughs> <laughs> That's a surprise. <laughs> Why is that, Bruno? Having said that, Shenmue was left completely wide open. In fact, to, to the to the words to be continued, Half Life. If you if you count Half Life two only, that's an ending there, right? Right? Mm. Yeah. If you go for Episode two, it's not really an ending, is it? Well, it, you know, it, it leaves a lot of things it's open. Open. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you forget about the episodes, then Half Life is a closed loop, and Shamu isn't. Oh. So if you if you look at it from that way, then then his answer is better. Shamu will be the. Did you lend Keith Shamu? Yeah, I have, yes. Yeah, yeah, because he hated it. <laughs> <laughs> he said he realised in the game he was made to get up and go to work. That's <laughs> 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 just the worst game ever. <laughs> it's as bad as my life. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I, I presumably yeah. didn't give it the chance that, you know, you guys would argue it needed uh, as things develop. <laughs> but I just remember him saying, it just made me go to work. I think that adds to the gameplay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do find it amusing that in that particular part where you have to get up and go to work, you have to drive as a, a forklift truck driver. And, and you have no licence as well, and, which is completely unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> and, and for the story to uh, to continue... You have to keep going to work, and and it's only at a random point it decides, right, now it's time for the story to continue. So I'm loving the idea that there's somebody somewhere <laughs> that has never triggered that random point and is still every day getting up and playing, please, come on, please, I want something else to happen. I've spent the last ten years of my life driving this forklift truck. I just want to know what happened. <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's a very artistic game, I think. It's it's extremely well done. The, the fight scenes are lifted off the Bertrand fighter engine pretty mm-hmm. much yeah which that's not a bad thing you know by any sort of certainly movie. not no 
I love the fact that you have to to learn these different ma- types of martial arts. Uh, martial arts. You, you, I think you learn drunken style with one of them, don't you? The beggar. What's his name? It, probably drunken style. I, drunken I, I can't. I can't remember. It's, it's a long. It's I can't, a long time since I've played. And uh, the story is really good. And uh, it's quite long. The game. And then when he f- finally start going like this is like the best thing I've ever played. I cannot wait to go and complete this part. He goes like to be continued, and the game was never continued. <laughs> so, so it's also some of the uh, I'm going to say best voice acting um, only only second to the re- original Resident Evil because there is a, <laughs> there is some amazing amazing yes, voice acting. Barry. Yeah, oh, it's no, some brilliant. I, no, I played the game in oh, Japanese with. Um, Subtitles, so uh, no, it, yeah, it, it might, might be slightly. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't tell you if it was fine or not because they were talking. You know, arigato, hey, hey. Yeah, that's all I can say. Uh, <laughs> so I couldn't understand the word they were saying. So it was fine for me because you know I didn't have it. In, uh, I'm assuming the the English version is not uh, not that great. No, that's the it's, one. That, that's the one that I landed to Keith. So maybe yeah. that's probably why he doesn't. It's like not it. so much the voice acting's bad. It's like some the, of the scripting's bad. Um, asking, <laughs> wandering around asking if anyone's seen any sailors and things like that. It's just, it's just, it it does mirror Keith's life. <laughs> it's, um, it's a great game. I mean, he had the cute, cute moments which worked, you know, and, uh, mm. Maris early in the podcast pointed out there's a couple of other games that seem to work. Uh, fun enough, mostly, you know, like f- from Sony, really, and, mm. or, or, or it, Sega, from Japanese. I mean, uh, Shemmy was one of the first. I don't know, I don't know, I wouldn't go so far as to say it was the first game that used QTEs, it might well have been, I'm, I'm not sure, but it was certainly the first decent use of them and, and it was definitely the game that popularised their use. No, but it, it, you have to, like, if you wanted to go somewhere, you kind of have to look in, look in your map and you actually open a map in your hands and you go, like, oh, I need to go this way. And it was nothing like, uh, it wasn't like a GPS on a corner yeah, of the yeah. screen. You kind of have to look well, at the map and then wa- go and walk and, like, where am I? And again, look at the street name on the street. Mm. So this I is the street like where that. I am. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. See, I was actually quite map. like that. Do you remember in the original Silent Hill, you had to oh, do that? that was great. You had to mm. open that up and you'd be like, for fuck's sake, I need to know where to go. There's mm. things coming to get me. <laughs> open the map. <laughs> and have a look and then, you know. Well, that's uh, that's uh, aff- apparently that's that's what they've done on this new zombie U game where um, um, yeah. uh, you have to reach into your backpack and you can I think I believe you have to look into the gamepad and then like, like like try to sort out what you need to pick up from the gamepad and all, while that's happening on the on the screen you're just looking down and you get and any arrow can attack you so it's kind of like it sounds you, interesting it, 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 it does <laughs> yeah you have the same mechanic in Metro 23 uh, 2033 <laughs> which is uh, which is kind of annoying because no you're, more beers. you're stealthing you're stealthing in a corner in the dark and you have to get your map out and then you have to use a lighter so you can see <laughs> immediately making sure every enemy knows exactly yeah. where that's you cool. are where am I going oh. so let me recap again so we had um Assassin's Creed 3 mm-hmm. uh, we have a ho- Halo uh, Blobs 2 that's it really I think for it it's probably add a lot about right for oh, the then future, there's a, I think. but then there's a little thing a raft called of things coming out early next year yeah. Oh, yeah and there's a little thing called the Wii U coming out as well with the zombie U etc but um, mm-hmm. we're talking about the home consoles the Xbox and the, and the PS3 that's, that's about it and then you're right oh the new year it's Especially uh, January, February, March. January, February, March. Yeah. Uh, pretty oh, yeah. busy this year. It's going to be, year, well, rather. we got Dead Space 3, mm-hmm. we got Bioshock, Colonial Marines, Colonial Marines, uh, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider. Yeah. 
I can't remember when's Metal Gear Rising now, actually. That's the same as well. Yeah, those are some great games and some great times to be a gamer. Um, and I think most of the games we mentioned there are all multi-platform, which is, which mm. is good. Mm-hmm. Gears of War. So everyone gets along. Oh, that's Gears of War coming out. Okay, that's not a multi-platform game. That's right. And Halo, obviously, is not a multi-platform game. But uh, most of them are multi-platform, which is a great time to be a gamer on any console, really, yeah. which, is, which is great. Uh, well... <laughs> Thank you all for listening to our musings. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll see you in a month. In the meantime, if you want to get in contact with us, Mark? You can get in contact with us through the website on www.monkeytail.co.uk or through Twitter, which is at monkeytailuk. Yes, uh, you can also uh, like us on our Facebook page, which is monkeytailuk also, or send us a good old-fashioned email, podcast at monkeytail.co.uk. And if you if you have thirty seconds spare, please give leave us a rating on, on iTunes. A fair rating, obviously. If you listen to the whole podcast till now, it's obviously not a one star. Uh, but give us what, whatever you think we deserve. It help us uh, go up the the rank, rankings on iTunes and uh, reach more people. And if you you know if you listen to this to work, maybe on on your, on your break and you're having a laugh and people asking you know what's so funny or what's not so funny, just you know tell 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 them about it you know and uh, maybe they'll download it as well and. Um, Follow on Twitter as well so you can keep updated with the uh, new articles that we've got up on the website and when there's a new podcast out. And, uh, yeah, if you do that, we will love you forever. Um, You know, especially Carrie. I will. I really, really will. Thanks, ma'am. Now, before we go on to our usual opening format of uh, discussing what recent games we've been playing, um, there's one burning question that I'm sure we all have, and indeed, literally, nobody wrote in to us about it, but I'm sure they wanted to know. Mark, whose clothes are you wearing today? (laughs) (laughs) Nice, thank you. Uh, I'm actually not sure. They're my own, if that helps. They are my own. That's good. So that that dress is yours, (laughs) gig. Okay, so uh, 